0: love FPL and love betting, but aren't necessarily as successful as you'd like to be at either, then this podcast is just for you. We'll be sharing practical tips for you and how you can use your football knowledge to take down those pesky bookmakers. Welcome to Get Your Tips Out. Hello and welcome to the Get Your Tips Out podcast. I'm Dave Kelly, or or otherwise known as Dave the Dog. I'm here with Richard. Richard's got several nicknames. What nickname would you like to be known by, Richard, on this podcast? We'll go with Chadders. Chadders. So we've got Chadders and Dog. The reason for the podcast is there are lots of podcasts out there about FPL, but none of them seem to bridge the gap between FPL and betting. And in our experience, if you can judge football matches quite well, you can probably do quite well at FPL, but there's a lot of luck involved. But you should be able to bet responsibly and able to win betting by predicting those outcomes so the point of the podcast is we're going to run these podcasts regularly we're going to talk to you about things that are coming up games that are coming up opportunities you might have to take down those pesky bookmakers uh help us all to live a little bit better and to get one up on your mates that you've got in all of your own private leagues and stuff like that so Chaders, tell us a little bit about the group that we're a part of and why we feel like we can potentially add value to the listening dozens hundreds thousands millions of people potentially in the future
1: yeah, well, I'm sure there's lots of group of uh, lads and girls who are in um, a league with the friends. Our league's our league's different. That we actually put 100 pound in each at the start. So with 16 players, I think it's I think 1200 goes to the winner, second gets the rest. So obviously there's a bit of a spice to it. So that, that's that's why it's competitive, and that's why we all take it seriously. So. Um, as you can imagine, it gets a bit uh, tasty in the WhatsApp group between the players, um, and yeah, and I, and I think adding that bit of money to it makes it all a bit worthwhile, otherwise we wouldn't take it so seriously. So with with the uh, the podcast, there's always going to be a bit of money related to it, hence why we'll be talking a lot about betting and how we can take on the bookmakers.
0: Very good. Yeah, the WhatsApp group is very, very active. There's always people going, oh, no way, we've captained him, or we captain him, or... There's that, there's that, as well where people are trying to have one over each other, aren't they? So it's getting to, it's ten o'clock on a Saturday morning and Man City are on at half twelve, and someone's like, "Oh, De Bruyne is injured. I can't believe it." And then you have to go in, don't you, and check whether it's real.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lad who is uh, quite well connected with a few footballers actually, and uh, he made up some elaborate lie that he was playing golf with the physio of uh, Manchester City or something like that. And then we all took out De Bruyne, and then De Bruyne scored a hat trick the next week. So, as you can imagine, there's a lot of uh, tomfoolery, so to speak, um, but it'll it makes it all good fun, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And then when the games are actually ongoing, I might be out with the kids or something, not actually watching the football of Captain Fernandez, and then someone will put in Fernandez red card. And you're like, I, I can't, I can't talk to you. Can someone look after those kids for me? I need to check the FPL. I need to make sure what's happening <laughs> with Fernandez. So, it does take over your life. In many cases, it actually ruins your weekend but in other ways it cannot obviously make your weekend so Chad is quite known for his he talks about this scouting network that he's got so Chad do you want to talk to us about the scouting network and and how that works we know it's not legitimate anyway to be fair you've not got people in scandinavia in africa in asia but what does your scouting network consist of and how does it work
1: (laughs) well it's not actually a scouting network basically to summarize it very short if you find a player who is decent, and none of your mates have got him in your team, and he's not even been spoken about. For example, I I sent a, a private message to one of the lads in the group, and I said, put um Damari Gray in, because he's been absolutely on fire this year, and then next game, scored, assist, and, and so on. Obviously, he's well known, so he wouldn't fall under the scouting network. So the scouting network is people who you've not really heard of. So obviously, I mean, if you're a Brighton fan, and you know someone who plays for Brighton our City fans, you know, might not have heard of him, but it's all relevant to who you think will become good the following couple of weeks, who no one in your WhatsApp group knows of. So, for example, last year, I had Rafinha and then Suchek. Now, I'm sure West Ham and Leeds fans will have known him, who he, who they were, because obviously they watch him every week. But, you know, in the first few weeks when these guys are playing well, but not necessarily scoring or assisting, but you think, you know what? They're going to come good then. Get them in. So that's what I would call a scouting network. So anyone who finds a hidden gem, uh, send us a message.
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk about some characters that there are in our WhatsApp group, aren't we, over time? So using Adam Bauer as the example with the Damari Gray shout, when you had Damari Gray, you'd seen him earlier, how would you say that differentiates you from other players?
1: Well... I just know that if Damari Gray that I put in for that week and no one else had, and then Damari Gray scored an assist, I know for a fact Adam Bauer would have put him in the team next week. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more certain. Um, but I'm sure there's plays like that in every league. And that's, To be fair, that's the way you've got to play it. The, the difference between knowing a lot about football and actually being good at FPL is, 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 quite, is quite different. So, you know, you could be absolutely clueless about football be fantastic at FPL so I'm learning now this year more than any year that you've got to just play the system and play the FPL game as opposed to thinking you know thinking you know what you know about football
0: So would you say there's a difference between what you know about FPL and in betting on matches like how you would go about looking at the matches differently?
1: Definitely because I'm really bad at betting as well which is why I'm glad you're on the podcast because you're hopefully going to tell the listeners how to make some good money <laughs> <laughs>
0: So where people, where most people go wrong with betting, and in fact, link it to FPL, if you can judge what's going to happen in a game, so you know if you know that Liverpool, or you you think Liverpool are going to score several goals, you think they're going to win the game, you've got obviously an edge against the bookmakers. It might not be a massive prize, what it is that you're thinking about, but FPL has a lot of luck involved. So you could you know, think, right, Liverpool are at home to Burnley. I think they're going to absolutely batter them. So I'm going to captain Salah, because obviously he scores every week for them normally. And um, your Captain Salah and he might not score Mane might get a hat trick at summer and uh, Jordan Henderson will score a scream like he does once a season and you, you've not actually scored any points and if you'd have been betting and you'd have thought right I could have give a goal start two goal start three goal start even like to be mental against Burnley you can use what you're actually thinking is going to happen in your FPL or who's going to get a clean sheet Are Liverpool going to get a clean sheet against Burnley you can there's markets there's yeah. all sorts of markets with bookmakers Liverpool to win to nil Liverpool to win by a minimum of two goals blah 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 so um I suppose the reason I can't get a bet on with any bookmaker at all is because I bet on all those different random markets. And as soon as they think that you know something or you've got a little bit of an edge, they just block your account. So um, it, it's funny, I was at the pre the the on last week at Longchamp and I got talking to Paul Keeley, who is um, a tipster. He's a well-known tipster journalist um, on the Racing Post. I was with him for about three hours on the second day having a drink. And he, I said, how do you get a bet on? You're a tipster in the racing post. I can't get a bet on. Nobody knows who I am and I can't get a bet on. How can you get a bet on? And he said, I better not use the words he said. He said, it's not right. He said, uh, he said there's two bookmakers I can get on with and it's only because I know somebody in there and they limit limit me to winning a grand. I can't bet to win more than a grand. So it, it, it is mad. But yeah, hopefully there'll be some things we can go through with you to help you to start to make a profit when you, you're betting.
1: Okay, so ju- just to explain to the listeners, when you say you can't get a bet on, that means you're essentially blocked by the likes of William Hill, Ladbrokes, Betfred.
0: Yeah, every single bookmaker online. I mean, there's there's hundreds, haven't there? There's all, all these little tiny ones that pop up, and I've, you know, I've not got accounts with every single one, but probably 30-plus bookmakers that I have had accounts with, they have limited my stakes, and all they do is they send you an email and go, we've taken a trading decision to limit your account and you can bet to win like five pounds with no point whatsoever. You try to have a bet, and you try to have hundred quid on it. it. Says you can have thirty two pence on. It's completely pointless. And then they send you an email to go. But you can still use all of our casino and gaming facilities. Like yeah, I bet you can. The stuff that all the all the the people that lose betting, the all the mad gamblers go out there and they're playing. So um, yeah, the, for me, the whole responsible gambling thing is um, is completely misplaced because as soon as you start respons- gambling responsibly, start winning or start at least, at least showing signs that you're going to start winning they start to limit you so something needs to be done about it but we want to try to help some people to start generating some money when they're they're betting let's take them down david let's take them down so on that note um what have you got coming up richard what are you i think you're wanting to start a little feature yourself weren't you on these podcasts it's called the chaddy treble
1: (laughs) we'll have to get a little jingle done, won't we yeah, so like so like I said, I'm, from the betting side of things, I'm, I'm I'm not clued up. I'm actually pretty useless with odds as well. So, what we're going to do is you're going to get uh, Dave's going to do a really good tip for the week, um, possibly two, which will be shorter odds, but you know will hopefully make you some good money at the weekend. Whereas mine will be um, a long shot. So, <laughs> like like my FPL, I do like putting in a bit of a random long shot. So. My uh, my Chaddy Treble this week is in the Southampton versus Leeds game. Um, both teams to score. We've got Blackburn Rovers versus Coventry. I've got Coventry away now. I'm thinking behind that is Rovers always let me down when I back them, so I don't know maybe they'll let me down this time as well when I back against them. And that Ruiz is it who plays for them? I think it's away in. Is it Chile or Peru in us, Peru? So yep. he's away. So I can't see them scoring. So I fancy Coventry away. And I've gone for Forest at home against Blackpool. They are, I think, a bit of a, having a bit of a good run, aren't they? Because they've got a new manager in. So that pays about eight and a half to one. So that's my Chaddy Treble. Get your tenor on, get your 85 quid back.
0: <laughs> so I didn't actually know what your treble was before that, but I'm going to ask you a couple of questions there. So you're having a bet with Coventry in, right? Can you name three Coventry yeah. players for me? Noel Whelan, Darren
1: Hook be, and uh <laughs> Youssef <Chippo. laughs> So
0: again, when people having like when people having bets on football, why if especially if you're only picking three out, why would you go to the lower leagues to a game you literally know nothing about? You don't know what team's going to be put out. They could put a second team out, they could have a, I don't know, they could have a virus within the club or something that you don't know about. Why would you? Why would you talk to me about why you didn't want to go with one of the ten Premier League fixtures this weekend?
1: Um, like I said, David, I am useless at betting, so the Chaddy, <laughs> Chaddy Treble special will be based on my own instinct. So, okay, um, okay. My, my reasoning behind it was: okay, Southampton leads. I just think there's going to be goals in that game. I think both defenses are absolutely appalling. Bielsa plays some erratic football. And uh, yeah, so I think there'll be goals there. Coventry, like I said, I, think, I don't can't see Rovers getting any goals without Ruiz out. Coventry are doing pretty well. I think they're about seventh or eighth. Um, and yeah, the reason for Forrest was that the manager on a bit of a run, and I can't see Blackpool doing anything away from there. So, in terms of knowing players, yeah, minimal. But that's my thinking behind the treble.
0: Yeah, Coventry are doing well. The third in the table, actually. Oh.
1: That'll, that'll be a letdown there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what what about the other games that are coming up then this week in this week in FPL? What were you thinking? Why are you, are you struggling to come up with results, or uh, what you think is going to happen in the games? Is that why you, you wouldn't go to them when you you sort of having a bet?
1: Yeah, well, if we go through it, Watford Liverpool the R twelve kickoff. I mean, I don't know much about betting, but I, I know to stay away from the early kickoff.
0: Um, <laughs> I saw a meme once. The- was it Gandhi? He's like Gandhi, and it's like a meme that says Gandhi, the, you know, one of his famous things: "Don't bet the early kickoff." What the meme? <laughs> I quite like the early kickoff though, because you could have a bet if you are doing multiples. You could, I don't do any multiples to be honest, but if you were doing a multiple, you could do the early kickoff, and it gives you two chat two bites of the cherry. So if you don't win, you can have another. You can go in again, can't you?
1: True, and nine times out of ten, I'm going in again. <laughs> Um, Villa Wolves I think there will be goals I fancy Danny Ings there I fancy Danny Ings to hit a bit of form now for the next few weeks so I've got I I did fancy Villa but Leicester United I mean that could go anywhere that that could go anywhere without the United centre-halves City Burnley City will put about five or six past Burnley and I know even a little bit about Odds to know there's pointless putting them on because anything you know um, Norwich Brighton it just it just bores me that game to be honest uh, Southampton Leeds, I've put them in and then obviously Brentford, Chelsea. I think anything could happen in that game as well. Brentford at home are dangerous.
0: So relating back those games that you've looked at, what are your thoughts regarding FPL this week? If you had a, a sort of a free hit to be able to bring, I don't want you to discuss you, you know, it would cause uproar in the WhatsApp group. I know you wouldn't want to share yeah. exactly what you have done. You are known for taking minus four, minus eight in certain weeks, though. And I think did you take is am I right in thinking you took a minus eight this week before the international fixtures?
1: So this is, this is just sheer stupidity by me. And I do love a minus four. I do love a minus four. Um, just to give you a little bit of a rejig for the coming weeks, I, do, I don't I do mind taking a four, but I actually took a minus eight on Tuesday before the internationals just through sheer boredom. I woke up at about five o'clock in the morning and I just thought, oh, that's a little play. Before I knew it, i pressed the button and I was instant regret. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and that was to get another City player in. So, I do think they could stuff Burnley. So, I've, I've got a couple of City lads in. I've actually made one of them captain. Um, so, that was as far as I'll go on uh, giving that inside info. And um, I brought in another player who I think could be a disaster. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to this week one bit.
0: So, generally, I don't know what the stats are on this. We'll have to look at the percentages. But I imagine yeah, are Fernandez, Fernandez, probably Ronaldo now, Salah, uh, De Bruyne, obviously, when he's fit. Those sort of players, I imagine, eighty, probably ninety percent of managers are probably captaining those players. If you have got Salah in your team, if that's not to captain, probably someone, someone put it in our WhatsApp last week, didn't they? Why have they got Salah? And why have they not captained him? It's just bizarre. Um, where would you? Is there any solid holds that you would say you literally just can't not have them in your team? Is there anybody that you would just say look, they're in my the team regardless of what is going on, what fixtures they've got coming up? Salah every game. Salah's that in
1: there every game, even if he's playing Chelsea away, you're playing Salah. And I've, I've seen some people just say just give Salah the armband and just leave it on for the season, I and mean, it wouldn't actually be a bad, but it, it really wouldn't. Um, I, I mean, I thought Lukaku was absolutely going to rip it up this year. I mean, I, I had Lukaku in from the start. I had then I brought Ronaldo in with Lukaku. Um, yeah, but I, I, I think Lukaku will come good again. I think Lukaku and Salah for me will be the top two in terms of points scored.
0: Yeah, they look very solid, Chelsea, don't they? I think uh, Chelsea defenders as well, I think, is one because they just look really, they just look too cool. He's just so solid. And it's never, Chelsea, although they've got so much so much going forward, it's never a game I don't think I'd ever really want to get. I mean, Brentford might be different, but generally speaking, Chelsea's everyday fixtures, they're sort of, if they're going 1-0 up, they, you know, they're not going, they're not trying to score 4-5, or five, are they usually? So um, I'd be looking from an FPL point of view. With regarding Chelsea to have defenders in the team maybe even the keeper um, I don't know they've mixed the keeper a little bit haven't they
1: so would you be prepared to give away your captain choice this week Dave I
0: tell do you know, what you
1: give, away, you give away yours I'll give away mine
0: I I never ever I never ever ever do make any changes in my team until the day which is why in previous seasons quite often I've missed the deadlines and this happens if you've got kids running around and stuff and the end you, know, you end up hating your children because they've missed they've helped you to miss the deadline but um, just because of injuries and things that happen and then, you know, you see things things come out in the media you think, oh, that person's playing there not and then thing with COVID and stuff. So, um, I don't know who my captain's going to be yet this week. I could tell you the games, looking at the games, who would potentially be interested and in, You'd surely have to be interested in, you know, a Salah. If you've got a Salah in your team, just because they're playing Watford and you'd imagine they're going to score goals at Watford. Um, if you had United players, I think there's got to be goals in the Leicester United game. I think I saw a stat the other day. Is it something like... United hadn't kept a clean sheet for something like, uh, oh, it, I think was it Champions League game, something like 11, 12 Champions League games they hadn't kept a clean sheet for. They just, they look so good going forward, but then they just look so weak at the back, even when they've got the centre-half. So you'd have to imagine there'd be goals in that game. So looking on the Betfair, Betfair Sportsbook, three to four, the prices um, over 2.5. Looks like a decent bet there to me. Um Looking at the other games, you'd probably, you know, you'd, you'd want City players, would not you? But it's the Pep Roulette. It's who's he gonna play?
1: It's the it's the Pep Roulette. But Torres is out, so that's one less rotation. I think um, maris was in Algeria probably till today, late today. I, I can't see him getting much. Jesus is in uh, Brazil. He won't. I don't even think he'll get back for the day, so he, he won't even feature. So your front three is going to be greenish left, Sterling through the middle, and Foden right or Foden Middle, Sterling right, And that's why I've gone for one of those three as my captain. One of which was very angry at substituted on the 60th minute for England. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so yeah. I, th- I,
1: I think he's got the bit between his teeth, Grealish. I think this could be the game where he gets a goal and assist. So he is my captain choice of the week.
0: <laughs> Again, that could be a little jingle, I think, that we need to make you feel uh, there, Cheddars. Um, <laughs> any other games this week that you wanted to... Just have a quick look at.
1: Um, no, but I wanted to tell you my uh, scouting network uh, players, actually, okay. um, that I think I'm going to thinking of bringing in uh, in the next couple of weeks. So again, so they the, the basically play for Brighton and Brentford. So if you're a listener who uh, follows Brighton or Brentford, you're going to not think this is a scouting network you're going to know who they are. Um, so they, are, they always will probably come from your bottom sort of ten sides, and that's not to sound uh, ignorant, but not many people. Um, I think the top ten teams, pretty much everyone knows who the players are. So, um, Cucurella at Brighton, lot, I think that he's going to get a lot of clean sheets. He can be, I've seen him do some good through balls. Think he could be one. And uh, I fancy Canos at Brentford, very lively. I think he's got assists in him. So um, they are my two. I'd only do one, but I'm going to give two. So Cucurella or Canos, I'm going to look to try and get in the coming weeks.
0: Is that because they've got a run of fixtures coming up or are they just players that you think are cheap and you think you'd you want to get them in and around your team?
1: Yeah, I wasn't actually uh, clever enough to look at the coming up fixtures, Dave. I just uh, went off what I've seen the last couple of weeks. And I think, uh, yeah. I've
0: so advanced. Camus is at home to Chelsea this week.
1: Yeah, so I've already, like I said, I've already made my minus eight, haven't I? So... I, yeah. even i bring a line at minus 12
0: so yeah oh really i was going to say because off the back of just recording these podcasts maybe it might bring about minus 12s and minus 16s for you in the coming weeks which might be a bit of a result for everyone else in the whatsapp group
1: so uh yeah so that, that, that's my uh choices mate um uh, in terms of your um obviously we've done the uh chaddy treble going on to the actual betting of the well, let's call you a professional shall we say what are your um? What's your what's your tip then for this week? Or are you gonna are you gonna be good and give us a couple of tips?
0: I mean, again, obviously I've not got any tips. I've got I, I could tell you what I would probably bet. And looking at the fixtures, like I say, first thing that I would do, it's very rare that I would bet on the result of a game. That's just different people will bet in different ways. I will very very rarely bet, you know, Chelsea to beat whoever. I will normally look at markets where there is one or there's there's, there's two outcomes. So over or under the 2.5 goals market, quite often I'll bet in running. So if there's a game that I want to get involved in and it, it's really short, so like City-Burnley, you'd imagine City are going to put a few past Burnley. I'd be keeping an eye on that game, um, trying to get to probably about 20 minutes where you might get, if it's nil nil at 20 minutes and you might be able to go in then at the over 2.5 at probably about 4-5, to that would probably be a decent bet. I'd imagine if, if it got to 20 minutes at nil nil, uh, If you look at a game like Leicester United... Game, I think... just,
1: just in case uh, we've got some... Um betters who are sort of not too savvy. So when you say over 2.5, is that?
0: So that's over, over 2.5 two two. goals in the game, yeah. So over two goals. Right,
1: okay, good stuff. Just, just for those people like myself who aren't that clued up on it.
0: Yeah, so I would always look for those sort of markets. I, You know, I'd bet on the corners markets. I'd bet on sort of over 9.5 or 10.5 corners in a game. Um, if there was a game where two teams were both playing a back four with full backs that are getting forward, we've got a lot of width, you know, if you're playing two back, if there's two back fives, generally, you know, it's not, a, it's not it's not absolute science, but if you've got a back five when a team's not got the ball, it's going to be unlikely that you're going to get a winger going around and crossing balls in. So if the ball's not near the deadline, uh, near the goal line, you, you know, it's not going to go out. Those easy corners, it's just like deflected out. Little things like that. But normally I'd look for those little markets where there's um one or the other. And it's looking at the games, I'd say Leicester United, um, which is now obviously going to be set for a boring nil-nil draw. Um, I'd say that's a game that looks like there has to be goals. So I think United United will score, but I think they'll also concede. So that's the sort of that's the sort of thing that I would look at. Looking at longer got, term. Uh, sorry
1: looking, to interrupt. They've got no Maguire overrun, have they? So no. it's going to be Lindelof and Bailey, is it?
0: Yeah, by, yeah, You'd imagine.
1: You fancy Vardy there, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. So you fancy? You know, I mean, United haven't looked really, really solid at the back when they've had the, the first choice back four. So the fact that they haven't, I don't know if that means... It'll probably mean he'll play... I don't know, if he play, he play um, Fred and McTominay holders? he probably play Pogba in a more defensive role, although he sort of goes and does what he wants funny at certain times. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's the sort of game I'd be looking to get involved in on the goals. Longer term, I think... I didn't have a quick look before because I've watched... I've watched most of West Brom's games this season, funnily enough, just because a lot of them have been on telly anyway. I've been interested in getting involved in, um, in them being promoted... Now, looking at the markets, you can get four to five. I don't know if people want to bet long-term. If you've got you know disposable income and you're putting it in savings accounts and stuff like that that aren't paying very much, for me, West Brom are going to get promoted. They're the best team in that league by a mile. Um, they're currently four to five because they are uh, second in the league. They play uh, Birmingham tonight to Derby, so you don't really know what's going on in a Derby, but I imagine if they win tonight, they'll go two to five to go up. And you might not see four to five ever again. So if you've got some money knocking about, you're going to have sat there for the next, whatever, six, seven months. Um, I'll be getting stuck into West Brom today to get promoted this season. And I think probably by start of April time, you're going to be weighed in.
1: Well, okay. I'm just having a little look now. So yeah, like, you know, everyone's, everyone's cash fast, don't they? So that's that's why the, the we we like betting on the weekend's results. But yeah, like you said, if you have got a little bit of cash lying around, it might. I'm 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 going to have a little dabble now, David, on West Brom.
0: Yeah, I mean they're really solid at the back, which is obviously a good thing. They've got quite a lot of depth. If you look at their squad, a lot of their players, the Premier League players that they've still managed to keep in that squad. You've got look at the rest of the table. You look, obviously Bournemouth look pretty strong. Fulham are actually favourites to go uh, to go up, even though they're fifth in the table at the moment. But below West Brom and Bournemouth, you've got Coventry, you've got Stoke. You'd imagine would drop away. You've got QPR, Huddersfield, Blackburn. These teams are the teams that you probably aren't. Thinking, they're not. They're not going to get promoted. And towards the end of the season. Someone from mid-table will come and do a bit of a run. They're going a bit of a run. Won't they? That's what normally happens. But I think West Brom will be away and gone by then. And I really like the manager as well. You can see why players play for him. So is that, is that to be promoted
1: or to win out? Right.
0: I, I think promoted. You've got three bites of the cherry, haven't they? Whether they win, whether they're second, or whether they have to go through the playoffs. I think that. I've not had to looked at the market to see what the um, the price will be slightly bigger. Won't it to be to be promoted automatically? I Imagine you might get odds against.
1: You've got you've got West Brom just to be promoted now at eight to thirteen with
0: Bet365. Yeah, I had a quick look on um, on odds checker earlier, and you could get four to five then to be promoted. So I thought that was a, that was a good bet. And like I say, three to thirteen with other bookmakers, it just shows how. Uh, let me see where you can get. You can get four to five with Betway. If anyone's got a Betway, Betway <laughs> I can't get on with Betway unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Betway the four to five, four to I mean there you go, some value straight away because Sky Bet Boyle Sports are all four to nine, but four to five with Betway that's a standout. And I bet by the time this goes to air that might have gone or it'll be on the verge of going. So if there's anyone listening that knows me quite well and they've got a Betway account and let me get a bet on, give me a call.
1: And if there's any West Brom followers listening to us and you don't get promoted,
0: <laughs> we've cursed you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's our fault. Boing boing well on that note Richard I think we can uh, we can call it a day there interesting first episode thanks for the the tips good luck with the cherry treble and um, with your 85 quid potentially you can buy an old school um, Coventry goalkeeper shirt with Steve a Grizovich on the back
1: yeah fantastic Dave it's been enjoyable and uh, yeah uh, plenty more to come have a great week
0: you too